Hey, real estate agents, welcome to the Weekly Closer. I'm your host, Jeff Underwood, along with my co-host, Joey Sampaga. And he is the man with the plan. How are you doing today, Joey? I'm doing awesome, man. You know, for some reason, Boca Raton oh. is on my mind. <laughs> oh, gosh. We're going to have to work on how you say that, We're my friend. Oh, 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 how Wait. am I supposed to say that? I do this all the time. Raton. Raton. Oh, is it really Raton? Boca Raton. Boca Boca Raton. Or just Boca. Just say Boca. Boca. Boca Raton. No, that's okay. okay. This is good. Are you sure? Yeah, we got a a great guest today, don't we? (laughs) Boca Raton. Yes. Boca Raton Raton is in the house. Sweet. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, so we've got Michelle Belisari here. Um, she flew all the way. No, she's actually out in Florida. Yeah. Where it's just beautiful, right? Florida. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs> B- yeah. Michelle B. with Remax Services, Boca Raton, Florida, Joey. There we go. Well done. Did you, did you know it was Raton, Jeff? I did. Okay, awesome. Let's go. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Joey. Oh man. That's the last time I'm gonna have you involved with the intro. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, so Michelle, tell us a little bit about yourself. How long you've been in uh, real estate, and kind of what got you into the business? Well, thanks, guys, for having me on today. I'm so excited. This is so cool. It's like, you know, the day after my birthday, so it's just kind of like another like gift to be yeah. able to chat with y'all. And um, you guys thanks had a great for time. yeah, thanks for saying Boca Raton the right yeah. way. And I could have flown in from Boca because we actually have a fantastic executive airport here that is also going to have um, a customs facility. So we're in between Fort Lauderdale and West Palm Beach. I'm actually in certain airspace of a certain Presidente. So I occasionally have fighter jets over my house because we're, he flies into Palm Beach, right? And so we're in that, um, I don't know what they call it, but oh yeah. So it's very um, interesting. Are you supposed to share that information or not? Yeah. No, no, everybody knows. <laughs> Secret Service is listening in, you know. <laughs> if you if you go on Boca Executive Airport, Boca Airport, it's at, at yeah. Boca Airport. Um, they actually have the times like he when the president comes because yeah. the airspace is shut down and the traffic's a little tangled. So now we kind of are all in a routine with it. All right. Yeah. All right. Excitement. Always. <laughs> always exciting, exciting in Boca. So how long? So I've been with Remax since uh, 2012. I've had my license since 2003. Okay. And um, uh, in my previous careers, I was uh, consumer health product sales, Listerine and Benadryl. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, stuff everybody uses and knows about. And then I also did um, pharmaceutical sales for about three years, uh, women's health products. And at okay. that time, in 2003, I got my real estate license. So. Neat. Yeah. Right. All right. And just loving it out there. Well, I've been here. My parents moved down uh, when I was actually in high school. Not great when you're in high school, but then within about a month going to the beach after school, I kind of just was fine with it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm probably made a lot of friends there, hanging out at the beach. Absolutely. It'll be my 40th year in Boca this summer. Wow. Yeah. 40th. Yeah. 40th. Huh. Yeah, because yeah, I just had my 40th birthday. 
<laughs> there you go. I was going to say like 37 or something. Oh, I like Joey. <laughs> I, he's making, whatever I he's said, up, don't worry. <laughs> he's making up for not knowing how to pronounce the city. No, yes. no, this was a good makeup. That was spectacular, my friend. Go <laughs> <laughs> <Boca> Ritton. <laughs> oh, Joey, I should have played this for you. Yeah, oh, that would have yeah. been good. <laughs> All right. So, Michelle, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, how you've developed this brand? Because okay. uh, you have a brand out there. And, and how you're using more of or sharing more of a lifestyle, I guess, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. versus just always talking real estate, right? Because I, yeah. I think that it's, it's important that agents know that you can actually have a good business and good referral business yeah. by – talking about things that aren't really real estate related, you know? Very true. Very true. So why don't you and share a little bit about your story, how you kind of got to that point? Sure. So um, I got a license in 2003, and uh, as, as you guys experienced, we had a huge run-up in the housing market. And then we had an, a spectacular crash. And so uh, during that time... Uh, unless you were really quick to pivot, which I wasn't, and I think a lot of agents weren't, those who jumped on understanding short sales really fast, uh, did did some really fantastic business and whatnot. I wasn't one of those folks. Um, I was really working with a lot of first-time home buyers and whatnot, and and uh, we had a personal incident in my family. My husband had an accident in 2010 uh, that just was, you know, something you never expect and I mean he's fine but I had to rethink how I was going to do my business after that and I was really fortunate to have as I always say smarter people than me to um, finally go to and just say listen I I need to do something different or I'm getting out of this business and thankfully I have a very dear friend of mine who's also an agent who I talk to and ironically, which I was mentioning to you, I saw Mike Ferry this morning because he was here in Boca for a special event. And I went to his Superstar event in 2012. And the combination of a few uh, shifts made a huge difference for me, which basically was if I wanted to stay in the business with my sales background and marketing background, listings was where I really needed to be. And frankly, I was so exhausted anyways I had a hard time wanting to go out with buyers. I love buyers, but I was really tired. I was exhausted mentally and uh, just just didn't have, like I always say, nobody wants a Debbie Downer realtor to take them out to look for their house, you know? It's like, and it was just too much. So I started to shift understanding the importance of being a listing agent, which I never understood until that really happened. And that was at 50. So my 50th birthday, made a move to Remax, great broker, still at that particular office, and started focusing on niches. I worked in niche markets as a pharmaceutical rep. I worked in niche markets as a consumer health product rep. I was a first-time homebuyer specialist. So the niche part of my life kind of made sense, and I was like, well, Why don't I look at that on the listing side? So I started working with probate properties. Um, I'd been through it in my own family. And so I understood some of the issues that were involved. And I'd also been on the buyer side of two 
of those types of properties where the agents really did not know what they were doing with the transaction or keeping the attorneys in the loop. And some things really went sideways with that. And then I went, kind of like this. And in between all that, I had started this little green house cleaning business to supplement when the market went south. So I knew how to clean out a house and I knew what people were looking for. So I kind of put them together. I studied it and I went, oh, I can do this. So I started going after literally sitting at a courthouse. Like I would go up to the courthouse three or four times a week and go through the security line to the point where the guys all knew me. (laughs) And, um, And then I segued that into a second niche, which was working with seniors downsizing. Got it. Okay. And the reason is with the probate, naturally, it's typically someone older who's passed away. But then there's a surviving spouse or perhaps um, there's another issue. So I could see that. So I I have a designation, the SRES, and then I have another certified uh, senior housing professional. So I've got two designation certifications in that. And I I took all that networking that I had learned over the years, and I started just very focused on networking with, you know, certain uh, professionals that made sense for my business. And it turned my business around, literally, in less than, I would say, in less than six months. Um, I had surgery in May of 2012, went to the Superstar event in October. And, you know, in less than six months, I was like, I could see the trajectory. I was like, okay, this makes sense. And if I don't want to work with buyers because I'm too tired right now, I don't have to, I can refer them out. So if I get them from my listings, I can refer them out. And so that's what I started doing. And I think that's something that um, a lot of agents, uh, as we teach classes around the valley here too, is uh, they. It seems like a lot of agents have a hard time figuring out what what niche or niche they really want to go after, right? Um, Yeah. But I think that once you decide that and you dig in, right? Yeah. Then that's what separates you from the masses. You have to own it. I think you have to own whatever it is that you're passionate about and go in the opposite direction of the masses. I, especially where I'm at at this stage, I'm going to flash forward six years later, I really give a lot of credit and kudos to those agents that can sit in their office and make phone calls all the time or door knock. I can't do it. It's just not my personality. I'm more of a... Let me drill down and network through social media, network through my video marketing, network through going to an event. Um, And that's worked really well for me. But I think that comes with age, too. I think, you know, I don't believe that age has a whole lot to do with anything other than the fact that I think sometimes you make quicker decisions. And and that's kind of where I'm at. Right. Um, But what is a niche for someone? I mean, and I, I say this all the time. Experience is not a niche. You know, to me, that's, you know, first it's not home bar, uh, Fizbo's, not a niche. To me, it's something that is specific that you either know really well or you learn it really well. And then that's all you do. And if something comes along here and there, that's great. But you're, you're known as. Known as. Absolutely. You know. So did you ever have, um, when you go to the courthouse, did did you ever Mm -hmm. have any of those guards say, ma'am, we need you to leave? (laughs) 
No, but I okay. always like, I got to a point where, um, and this was so funny, Jessica, I got to a point where everything that I had, oh, here we go, was in baggies, <laughs> in my purse, and then my briefcase and everything, because it was like going through the airport, like TSA, oh, so everything was right. in baggies. You had to go through the, uh, <laughs> the security points. Check the points best on. part about the courthouse was typically on Fridays, there was weddings at the courthouse. Okay. And I would see like some pretty cool brides and grooms and it was cool. Happy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah most of it was not happy. Well, Plus right. I'm looking at death all the time on the, you know, yeah. docket. Right. <laughs> so, right. but um, in all seriousness, having gone through the loss of both my parents, um, my dad at 58 and my mom at 61 oh. and probate and some issues with that. Um, I've been through that. So I do have a pretty good understanding of um, what families are going through. This is not for everyone. You know, for me, I had a, I, I understood it. And grief is such a private and personal thing. Um, and property, I always have like, if you can avoid probate, do it. Because it is the worst possible time to have to be responsible for anything. Because you're just not, you know, I, I don't think like when my mom died, I, I hardly could have a conversation with anyone for like six months because your brain just can't, you know. So how the hell do you sell a house? How do you yeah. deal with all that that stuff? Well, you need people that can guide you and say, yeah. it's okay, you don't have to do this today. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. No, I love sharing that. Um, yeah, I think that that's, uh, that's a valid thing every agent needs to, and I hope that they listen in to this and listen to you say that uh, – your business really turned around when you decided to focus more on very specific type of yeah. business, right? Yeah. Um, and take um, control and take control because when you list, you really do have, in my opinion, unless you have a team, which I don't have a team. I have a team on my back end, but not, I don't have a buyer's agent or anything like that. But I like to travel and I like to do things with my family. My oldest daughter is a flight attendant and, um, you know, if I'm working with more buyers, I really can't do some of the things that I would do, say, on the weekends or whatever. Right. I can manage my listing business pretty much from anywhere. Right. Which Absolutely. is great. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we share? I also see kind of behind you there the pink sticker um, over your left shoulder, right? Oh, my Savoca? Okay. Yeah. So why don't you share a little bit about how, like, how did you come up with that? Hashtag that webs because I know you have soboca.com also. I do. Tell us a little bit about that because that's that's your brand now, right? It's yeah, and I'm telling you, tongue in cheek. First of all, I I the originality of it was mine. The concept. There are other people uh, that you and I both know who have some really great brands. Um, Dustin Brome out in Salt Lake, Search Salt Lake, and uh, my friend down in Naples, Pinky Nose Naples, and uh, Neil. Uh, Bathwig with I Love Madison. So, you know, and I was like driving along and I'd met all these people, by the way, Snappack. So as you know, uh, that's just been huge for me because I, I'm, I met all these people and then I met them in person in Park City in October. And so we got to chat a lot about the local branding format, but I was driving along right around a year ago and somebody cut me off, which is typical in Boca, by the way. <laughs> and I called Kylie. <laughs> I said, some cut me off. 
And I said, oh, my God, hashtag so Boca. That's so Boca. <laughs> she goes, Mom, I think that's like, that's like perfect. That's I'm it. like, yeah, I think I could turn that into something. And literally, I ran with it. I literally did run with it. And I got the, you know, the domain name and, and everything. And I was out and about so much anyways. And I'd already embraced video and Instagram and Facebook Lives. And I was like, why don't I just showcase my town? There you go. And Absolutely. that's as simple as it sounds. It, that's how simple it was. The hard part was putting together the website, the WordPress site, um, understanding SEO, yeah. like what's working, what's not working. I just um, really, really have doubled down on YouTube because of the SEO part of it, which you and I were talking about. Right. Um, but it turns out that people really do like to know more about their town without being sold to. Right. And so. Absolutely. I just talk about Boca. Oh, and by the way, I'm a real estate agent with Remax Services. I don't have to sit there and here's the market report and stuff because most people that I think I'm projecting to, they probably turn it off, you know? Yeah. So, Michelle, when you did your your brand and, you you know, I love how you said, oh, by the way, I'm a real estate agent. Uh, when did that actually take place? I mean, did you were you talking about the community, the, the town first for a while, and then say, "Oh, by the way." Yeah. So you know, I always I'm so proud of where I live. We are one of the most philanthropic communities I know of. I mean, it's just unbelievable uh, how, the type of giving back. There isn't a night of the week that something is not happening for a nonprofit here. Big, small, medium. I'm going to something tonight. Uh, it's a woman's bill for Habitat. Um, and so the, I, I was talking about, I don't know, I was at a museum event, then I was at the George Ness Scholarship thing, and then I was and I was like, oh, and I was doing Snapchat. Nobody was doing Snapchat, especially my age, right, because I'm like so past the 35-year-old demographic. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I could do Snapchat. Oh, and I can save these and reuse them. Oh, this is kind of cool. And that's really what happened. I just started using it, using it, using it. And the brand sort of developed just because I was already out doing it and showcasing it. And so the the next level is, oh, hashtag SoBoca Travels. So like down in Fort Lauderdale, we're like, oh, hashtag left SoBoca today. Or like I was in Bimini for some, oh, hashtag SoBoca's in Bimini. You know, so we still talk about it and I do it with my daughters so sometimes they'll take over the Instagram stories and I'm like Kylie flies everywhere I'm like take the damn thing over and I don't know wherever the hell you are are you in Chile oh okay talk about Soboka being in Chile you know I don't care cool. as long as you put a Boca spin on it you know you should have her have some type of uh, well she probably has a shirt or something right you have the no but I'm working I am going to work I'm working on that Oh, there you Actually, go. Actually, I saw something the other day, and I'm like, oh, I think I think there's a, a way for me to order where I don't have to order a lot. But I'm thinking yeah. I, I've got hats. Yeah. I've got my hats. Absolutely. Oh, that's cool. Now, so I'm curious. So you went to Parks, uh, Park City, right? Yeah. Uh, in October, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think that you need the type of clothes in South Florida to keep you warm there, right? So you probably had to buy a whole new wardrobe. I did. I, I well, no, I had a few things. My husband's whole family's from Columbus, so you know we go up oh, there, okay. here and there. I, look, I'm Canadian. I, I don't go back there very much, but I can handle the cold. You, I'll tell you what, though, the funniest thing is watching the warm weather people freak out when it starts to snow <laughs> in October. 
So it was Sal from San Diego, Pinky, and myself were like, it's snowing! We went out to the balcony. I'm telling you, you would have died laughing. It was so ridiculous. (laughs) That's funny. It was really funny, but actually we had a great time. I mean, it was just a beautiful location for for this mastermind. And we all walked away just... I just feel like the luckiest girl right now that I've met such amazing people in awesome. in the last year and a half from Snapchat. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you're, um, I know you're using Instagram and Instagram stories a lot now. Yeah. I like the Instagram, what you've done with, uh, actually did some classes this past month. Um, and I showcased your Instagram, um, your feed, basically how you do oh, the whole checkerboard look. Nice. Um, but it really oh, yeah nice oh that's <laughs> whoops <laughs> hit that one with my pinky anyway <laughs> that was perfect timing what the heck is going wow, on wow that was like whoo that was good <laughs> but no so i shared that and you know everybody really liked the whole uh, checkerboard look with the white you know and, and the black uh, text and all that um how are you seeing so are you seeing a lot of engagement happening more so now with some of the instagram stories that you're sharing is it in it with those apps it just makes it easy i guess to share whenever you're out and about yeah so what i do like you and i just did one like a couple months ago i just saved it i will do things and then save before i post and i think that's one thing people have to understand you don't have to post right away so if you want to save it think about what you want to put on it or what hashtag you want to use that's the way to go um The thing is, it's taken me a while to figure out what kind of look I wanted for the Michelle V. Um, and I came up with the checkerboard one, which you and I were talking about. And I'm like, I'm really liking that. So I'm going to do the same thing on my So Boca one huh? because, crazy me, I've got two Instagram accounts. I don't recommend that, but I do because they're very separate. But I'm also looking at the same kind of checkerboard idea for So Boca so that it's visually... Just a, to me, a little easier on the eye than just constant, you know. Yeah. But um, what I like is, and this is like really kind of interesting, is I went to Target and I, you know, my kids are not little kids anymore and I'm not a, it's not like Target's right next door to me. So I happened to run in there and I was like, wow, they have this dollar spot. What the hell is a dollar spot? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm in heaven because I like to thrift. <laughs> I like her. I'm the girl on Monday mornings in my neighborhood. Oh, swear to God, true story. I picked up something on Monday, and I'm like, let's bring it back to the house. Somebody's throwing this out. So the dollar spot, I was like, how do I not know about this? So I took a few quick clips, and what I do, and I don't always have my DJI Osmo, but I, you know, I just kind of like do like really nice, like nice and smooth on video. Saved it all. Came home threw it up on a YouTube video. I'm learning how to SEO, so I don't have a huge following yet, but I've got like 100 views on that little video. I can put it out there. I'm talking about my community without talking about real estate, but I threw it on Instagram stories. I ended up with like hundreds of views of the Instagram story, believe it or not, on SoBoca, not so much on my other one. Yeah. Really weird, Hmm. but eyeballs on there oh and by the way i'm a real estate agent yeah there you go and people love the shopping stuff so you have seen focusing on more of the the niche and the uh and the branding i mean that's just 
given you like new life for real estate, right? I mean, it really is that has. What it's done? Okay. Yeah, I would say so because now it's more like I, it's a combination of a lifestyle brand and mm-hmm. real estate. So uh, there are times like on Tuesdays where I'll maybe go around to some open houses and I'll showcase some of the high-end listings here. Um, yeah. And usually on Instagram stories, I'll probably start adding more of those so I can use them to for YouTube um, because of the search engine scenario with that. Um, but yeah, I think it's been really easy to just kind of blend the two together so that I could showcase my area. And I, I do add in Boca Raton and South Florida because I am based in Boca, but I do sell throughout South Florida, mostly in Broward and Palm Beach counties, occasionally down in Miami, very, very occasionally. So I'm, I'm trying to just kind of expand this to hashtag so Florida and hashtag yeah, so Boca. Yeah, so I'm, I'm always kind of like thinking like, well, that's great that it's local, but we have a lot of international people here that come sure. and buy or, or need to sell. So how can I touch on that? So I'm kind of right. thinking outside of the box on that. Cool. All right. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I would say it's like we're micro, 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 micro influencers a little yeah. bit. Like we do have um, companies approaching us to you know, do sponsored things or trade and things like that. And that's been really kind of very cool. Very cool. I didn't expect that. That wasn't the whole purpose of it. But well, it will happen as you happen. get more engagement, as you get more following out there and more people see it, they're going to come to you because you're the one putting out the message. Yeah. Uh, and I, um, I did do a uh, talk uh, to the, um, what was it? The, a group of women last week. And I got a message through Instagram stories. I saw you speak. We're moving here in XYZ. I want you to be my realtor. There you go. Done. There we go. So um, before I ask you, like, because you're not going to be able to draw from the mask here, obviously. Oh, <laughs> we always have somebody draw from the mask. But I can, I'll can. ask you a question anyway. Okay. Since, um, but I wanted to find out. So with agents that are watching or listening, what would be one tip you would give them to help them kind of through that process, how do they decide a niche or a brand? I mean, kind of what's that starting point? How would somebody get started to try to figure that out? I think they need to to kind of look inward and see what I'm all about. How can I help someone? So there was some situations where I couldn't help certain people in my life, but that skill set was there with people that actually would take my advice and 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 let me help them. Yeah. Does that makes sense. Uh-huh. So that's how I ended up doing the pieces that I was doing because I'm I I get it. And and so it's more so find something that makes sense to you. Whether listen, maybe your niche is working golf course communities or maybe you're my husband's a, a sport fishing guide and captain. Maybe you're a boating person. That's yeah. where you need to probably be and really own that and yeah. be that person who can find a 45 foot you know, dock or slip for someone who wants a condo or whatever. But I think it's more so don't worry so much about what everyone else is doing. Find things that other people are, you know, not doing that makes sense to you. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, 
And focus on listings. I, I mean, that's my thing. Focus on the listings. Cool. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. So this has been great. Um, and I know when we talked before, you you said all these things kind of came together to uh, rejuvenate your business and your it life. Really it just makes it a lot more fun to do business, I think, uh, when you're doing things that you really enjoy. <laughs> it makes it a lot more fun to the point where, like, I even developed, like, a little um, a program called SipSocialSell.com. And I, you know, I'm happy to talk to people and speak on it and I have some freebies on there just about how do you find your niche and I've got Instagram tips on there. It's free. And okay. because I had so much help, you know, when I needed it, I, this is my way of saying, listen, you know, here's some free stuff. And if you want to take it further, let me know. If not, fine. But here's some of the things go? that I'm doing. Where would an agent go to see that? Zipsocialcell.com. All right, there we go. I know. You can see and if anybody wanted to reach out, if somebody wanted to reach out to you directly, is that okay to give a email or number? Or yeah, you can. You can. Um, you can email me at michelleboca at gmail com or sipsocialcell at gmail com. Either or, whichever they prefer. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You know, let's uh, let's go ahead and get in the ring. Are you ready? Okay. All right, here we go. So we're going to, there, all right, I love it. Um, how about, I'll just ask a couple quick questions then. You can okay. Kind of rapid fire. Um, you have a book recommendation, or I don't know if you're using Audible or anything, a book. There we go. Oh, Chelsea yeah, that's our, friend, that's our friend Chelsea right there. Chelsea, I got her book. I like um, Amy Schmittauer, mm -hmm. Vlog Like a Boss. Yeah, okay. I and, saw her at okay. the uh, Social then, Media Marketing World event. Yep. Yeah. I love Amy. I mean, she's great. Um, love her book. Uh, on Audible, let me look at my Audible. My Audible list is crazy. Okay, you want to really? Here's my Audible list. This time together, Carol Burnett. Stories only I tell my friends. Rob Lowe, by the way, amazing. Um, guys, get that you die. He's fantastic. Um, let's see what else. What else? Oh, I've got Crush It. Little Gary D. Right, yep. uh, oh, the subtle art of not giving a. Got a few things <laughs> thanks, in there. Thanks for not saying that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. And how about um, what is your favorite mobile app? My favorite mobile app. Well, I really I love jumping on Instagram, but honestly, my favorite mobile app I think is Adobe Spark Video because I can knock out videos really quick on it. Yeah, it's pretty good. cool. I like Trello. Trello is great. Um, right. YouTube and Netflix. <laughs> there we go. There we go. And one final question: How about since you like to travel, why don't you yeah. tell us if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Okay, um, well, I'll tell you one thing. I love coming home to Boca. Highly recommend people come to Boca. Um, I've been very lucky. Uh, I've been able to travel a bit. Uh, I'm actually going to Italy and Paris in about a month for a wedding. So I'm kind of excited about that. Um, All right. I don't know. You know, we like the Bahamas. I, I'm not. I'm an equal opportunity traveler. <laughs> okay, let's there put we it go. that way. Like, I'll travel, and I do have flight benefits, so I yeah. I can hop on a plane here and there. And, and the Bahamas I, are so close. Else, 
I gotta be honest with you. I love places like Cape Cod, Hilton Head, Savannah, um, <laughs> Turks and Caicos. Love Turks and Caicos. Bimini's fantastic. Harbor Island in the Bahamas. You know. That's amazing. You've been able to travel that. I like the summer. Well, you know, with Andy being a captain, uh, he we had that benefit of being able to go to some of these places, which was really that's cool. Yeah. Well, what about you? So Where do you want to go? Well, my wife and I are going for two weeks down to Mexico uh, here very soon. So we nice. like to just jump across the border and go. So anyway. <laughs> I honeymooned there in Manzanillo at the resort where they filmed the movie 10. I just totally dated myself. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing. This has been great. Um, we're going to get it out. Agents are going to see this. They're going to watch cool. it. They're going to listen. Um, fantastic information. I can't yes, wait to get the show out to people. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, if anybody has any questions, just go to subsocialcell.com. They can jump on, and I have a little discovery call kind of thing. And, you know, I, I just I just feel like it got me to from here to here to here. And I'm not a big team or anything like that. And I think that's a message that also needs to go out there. It's like you can, you can uh, rebuild your business, reinvent your business at any age don't have to be a big team if that's not your game yeah. um, and you can be super successful and really enjoy work-life balance and that to me is key yeah having joy in my life absolutely every agent needs to hear that one every agent thank you so I just much did this Instagram post about comparing because you just can't compare yourself to it's too stressful yeah absolutely yep there's a quote out there don't compare your first step to someone else's hundredth Oh, so. brilliant. So well, thank true. you so much. We truly appreciate it. Yes. It's been a lot of fun. My pleasure. All right, guys. Hey, until next time, this is Jeff Underwood along with Joey Sampaga. Yes, we are the Real Estate Marketing Maniacs. Oh, yeah. See ya. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Good job. Thank you so much. <laughs>